Coming up, was the Joe Madden firing justifiable and what other MLB managers should be on the hot seat? Discussing with Sully Baseball of Lockdown MLB next. You are Locked On Diamondbacks, your daily Arizona Diamondbacks podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked on Diamondbacks podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Miller Thomas. I'm a multimedia journalist and I'm a graphic designer. So please go check out my website, MillerThomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. If you want to see more content by me, just follow me on Twitter at CreatorThomas24 for my personal account or just look up Locked on Diamondbacks on both Twitter and Instagram for the podcast handle. And of course, thank you for making Locked on Diamondbacks your first listen every day. I would not be to do this podcast without you, my loyal listeners, sharing, subscribing, reviewing, doing all that so I could do this podcast for you. Thank you. It's free and available on all platforms, so please continue to tell your friends. And today's episode is brought to you by Blue Nile. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and lockdown listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code LOCKEDON at checkout. Now, we're going to be talking to Sully Baseball about the Joe Madden firing and some other MLB managers that we think could be on the hot seat. But I do have to say this was recorded on Sunday. So this was before the Joe Madden firing. So I actually think it's funny to listen to this because we give our opinions on whether we think Joe Madden should or should not be fired, the outlook for the Angels the rest of the season. So we kind of talk about all the angles you would have talked about after the Joe Madden firing, but we pre-recorded this before the firing. So I still think a lot of these points still stand and still apply to this Angels team. So that's why this is some of the stuff you're going to hear in this podcast sounds a little outdated. Well, it's because it was recorded before the firing, but I still think it applies and I still think it's pretty evergreen. So we're going to be talking about that with Sully Baseball. So let's jump right into it. Another high profile manager that I don't recall a lot of people uh, complaining about the hire was Joe Madden leaving the Cubs, which should have been a lifelong appointment. You lead the Cubs to a World Series title. Congratulations. You have that job until you're mulch. And he uh, wound up going to the Angels, who had the purpose of saying, we have the best player of this generation, Hall of Famer right now, and we're wasting his prime. So let's quit you know, I was—I said, almost said something that gave us an explicit rating. Let's quit mm. messing around. Let's get ourselves a manager who took the Rays to the World Series, who got a Cubs their only World Series championship since 1945 or since 1908, since Teddy Roosevelt was in office. And let's go put it on. And everyone in their cow applauded that that move. It was a sign we're trying to win. We got one of the best managers. We got someone who is going to the Hall of Fame as a manager, and yet. Even if they win this game today, and I don't know if they will or not. Who knows? Maybe they'll lose it. But they went from nipping at the Astros' heels to barely above – to 500 with a 10-game losing streak where they just looked bad. And this is now the – the uh, Madden joined the team in the COVID season. He had the full season last year. At what point – 
is Joe Madden on a similar hot seat to say, this isn't working, and we're now wasting Trout and Otani. At what, yeah, point it, do we, at what point do we it, say maybe we make a change there and offer Roberto Kelly or Hensley Mullins that chance? Uh, yeah, it feels like Joe Madden probably has a little bit longer rope than a guy like Joe Girardi because it feels like the pedigree is a little bit stronger. Madden, he has that proclaimed genius moniker around Major League Baseball, at least thrown around um, by the media. So it feels like he has a longer rope than the guys like Joe Madden, but uh, than the guys like Joe Girardi. But I understand why he left the Chicago Cubs because you get to have your legacy tied to the maybe the most historic curse of all time, you know, is either the Red Sox Bambino curse or the Chicago Cubs curse. And then you could tie your legacy to the biggest player curse with Mike Trout. If you could get, you know, the quote unquote, go to the postseason and get him postseason success. Now your legacy is tied to both the Cubs and Mike Trout. That would be all time, all time if you're Joe Madden. But so far, it hasn't really worked out with the Angels. And like you said, a 10-game losing streak. This team is just on a downward spiral right now. And during that losing streak, Mike Trout has... Yeah, 10 game, oh, 11 game losing streak. Is it? Uh oh, 11 game. It looks like it just went final. Walk and off three run home run with two outs in the Ooh. bottom of the ninth. Bryson Scott of the Philadelphia Phillies oh hit a walk God. off because they tried to go on a five out save. He would try to push Iglesias through the ninth. Iglesias didn't have it. He put two runners on and on a three two, two out count, someone named Bryson Stott. Hit a three-run home run. So now the Angels are a sub-500 team. They are 27 and 28. Now, let's switch over going to the Red Sox and the A's are currently playing in front of friends and family in Oakland. And if the Red Sox win, they will climb to 500. They will climb the Everest of mediocrity and be one of the wild card teams at more than a third of the way through the season. So we're now, let's really talk about this. This is a little, we're at autopsy time. Now there's a lot of baseball to be played, but it's never the right time to lose 11 games. Never. Especially, (laughs) especially when you're in a division where the Astros seem to be figuring it out. The Astros are playing at a really high clip right now. And there is a wide open third wild card spot in the American League, especially because the Red Sox stumbled out of the gate and the White Sox stumbled out of the gate. Oh, Tony LaRusso, we'll get to you in a minute. Oh. And the Mariners have stumbled out of the gate. Oh, Scott Service, we'll get to you in a minute too. But the Angels saw as if Moses was standing in front of the American League, parted the ways so Mike Trout, who was forged from Mount Olympus. Yes, I'm mixing up my mythologies and religions here. He was founded from Mount Olympus, placed by the angels into Anaheim. And they're being blasphemous. And they've had as they've had as many trips to the postseason as the Marlins in Trout's entire postseason career. In fact, the Marlins at least won the playoff series. Mm-hmm. And so you are taking this high-profile manager. And something's going wrong. And you saw Madden panic today. And so they just got their butts, to paraphrase John Goodman in Revenge of the Nerds, they just got their butts whipped. And all of a sudden, that was probably as deep a cut of reference as you will ever hear. But 
they're now in a situation where they're allowing teams like Cleveland, like the Texas Rangers, to think, hey, maybe we got a shot. I mean, right now, the Rangers, as we're recording this, are ahead of the Angels in the loss column. No. The Rangers have 27 losses as of this recording. Or the Rangers have 27. The Angels have 28 as of this recording. And currently, the Rangers are winning with one out in the ninth inning against, oh, yeah, the Mariners. So, yeah, if you're a Ranger fan, you might be able to say, why not? The Angels aren't going to go for it. And I'm not saying the Angels should fire Joe Madden. But what I am saying is this is a disgrace that it's not working. Yeah, I don't know. They haven't put a mediocre team around Otani and Trout. What other MLB veteran manager could be on the hot seat if his team doesn't get any jewelry this offseason? Sully and I are going to discuss, but if you're looking for some fine jewelry, you need to head to BlueNow.com because whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNow.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then handcraft her perfect engagement ring. Each ring is one of a kind. So, looking for fine jewelry but having trouble choosing? Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7, available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every budget. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Lockdown listeners. Get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON. Plus, every order is insured, shipped free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. And we have an important favor to ask you. We've put together a survey so we can learn more about the listeners like you and make your favorite Lockdown Podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Lockdown Podcasts. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes the survey can qualify for a chance to win one of $1,000 Ticketmaster gift cards. To take our audience survey, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Thanks for your help. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back into it with Sully Baseball. Yeah, I don't know if they have to fire him this season, but I think this is definitely a prove-it season for Joe Madden because you look at this losing streak. Mike Trout has struggled greatly during this 11-game losing streak. He has struck out a ton. Mike Trout low-key strikes out a lot as a major league player, and then they just put Taylor Ward on the injured list as well. Looks like Otani might be tipping pitches as a pitcher as well. So there's definitely some struggles right now for that Angels team. And you look around the American League, like you brought up, there's not a lot of good teams right now in the American League. It is wide open for everyone. 
the American League East this is the only good division in the American League. They're yeah. the only division with more than one team above 500. Every other division, if you're 500 or five games below 500, you got a chance to get one of those wild card spots. So my prediction of the Red Sox going to the World Series is still alive because you're only going to need maybe 85 to 90 wins yeah. as a team to get that third wild card spot with this expanded postseason. So if you're the Rangers, if you're, you know, the Angels still have a chance and we talked about the White Sox and maybe make up ground here like if you're five games below 500 or just a couple of games above 500 you're still in this mix and you shouldn't give up hope and a lot of these teams they might get aggressive at the deadline like we've talked about with a lot of these teams like what are the twins gonna do who have been in first place all season and now they they've been performing better than expect been uh, performing better than their expectations so if you're the angels team you can't just rest on your laurels because this american league is open it is wide open for you, and considering you have so much, so much generational talent on your roster, you just don't want to waste these prime years. Your major league career, your your sports career is not very long. You don't know how long your talent's going to last. It, it could go quick. Some some of these careers, like it, it goes like that, where you're great one day, and then the next year, it just all of a sudden the league has you figured out. Maybe you get hurt, and you're just not the same guy. So for the Angels, while they still have Mike Trout, who is now entering his early 30s, like Mike Trout's not 25 anymore. We can't just no. keep playing around with his prime. Like He's in his early 30s. Now they have Shohei Otani there. Like He's creeping his age to 30 as well. Like You have to win right now if you're the Angels while the American League is wide open. Yeah, I mean, 84 wins will probably get you one of the the, yeah. the last wild card spots exactly. in the American League. Now now you you and I are not slaves to war, but if you understand the concept of war is supposedly these are the amount of wins above a replacement player that this player is worth, okay? Mm-hmm. So the fact that Mike Trout is worth a very high war total, several games. War god is the war. And and as is Otani and you look at the team and you see that right now they're sub 500. That means by definition, the teams that they put around them are the team that they assembled around these two players haven't even reached mediocrity. It's not even a mediocre team. And I've had people uh, argue against Trout's MVP, some of his MVPs in the past, especially two of the seasons where the, the Angels were not even contenders. I said, look at the record. Look at the record. You know, how good it could he have been? And I said, uh, I am looking at the record. The fact that team is that mediocre and hovered around 80, 81 wins is because of they'd be a hundred lost team if it wasn't for him. But there's no excuse. The Angels are flooded with money. They've had over a decade to draft a team around them. And they've given him a Hall of Fame caliber manager. And it's not and Trout's in a slump right now. But do you want he's allowed to have one? Yeah. He's you know, he's not to expect him to go three for five every day with two homers. That's eventually you got to hand the baton to somebody. Yeah. And so I take a look at at uh Madden that there's I don't think Madden's in the same situation as Girardi. Like as you said, Dombrowski didn't pick Girardi. But the um, uh, what's his name? The owner of uh, the Angels, uh, uh, Artie Moreno, ah, uh, handpicked Joe Madden. So, but you have to if they miss the playoffs this year with expanded playoffs. That's just it's, that's beyond a disgrace. Yeah, beyond it would have been good luck. 
It wouldn't be a good look. I'm not sure they would fire him, though. I, f- I just feel like Joe Madden just has so much cachet built up throughout his major league career. I'm not sure if he... I feel like he would still get another mulligan and get at least one more prove-it season, even though he might be out of prove-it season. Well, do you want... If they don't make the playoffs last year, it is a surefire bet that he's going to be gone. If you're going to be making any bets, BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news and odds, including the NBA Championship. I wonder how the Celtics are going to do tonight. The Stanley Cup Finals. Is it going to be Rangers, Colorado, or will it be Tampa Bay versus Edmonton? The Major League Baseball, and of course, the latest fighting news from MMA, of course, and UFC to boxing. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet Online is where the game starts. All right, we're talking a little bit more about managers on the hot seat. Um, I brought Tony Larusa. I, I I had said when I was a guest on Locked On White Sox a couple of years ago, I don't know, I don't follow the White Sox closely to know whether or not the firing of Rick Renteria was a smart move or not. Uh, I do know that if you made a Venn diagram of the worst potential manager for the White Sox as they're currently constituted, the result you would have found would have been Tony Larusa. Uh, and they won the division last year, so you give credit where credit is due, but they were already a very good team. This year, they were heads and shoulders the best team in the American League Central, and here they are, a sub-500 team, with La Russa making absolutely bonkers decisions, bad bullpen management, and the team kind of flopping on the deck like a flounder. Um, again, there are so many young good young minds out there in baseball to dig up the late Tony La Russa, who was already in the hall of fame, hadn't managed for 10 years and had nothing to prove. Um, there's no, if, if the White Sox can't get their act together here, they're not going to fire him, but they'll probably say, Tony, what if we make you the vice president of beans and Franks and Franks and beans or something? And, promote someone from within. And this is almost a point where you say it almost doesn't matter. You need to take, if there is a, uh, someone with a flamethrower lighting your house on fire, you don't interview the fireman saying, are you really good at using that hose? Let me tell me about your background. Like, no, put out the fire. We're the one third mark where the White Sox were the consensus only good team in that division. They're a sub 500 and not showing now, granted, they they did win. Um, they did win today uh, against the the Rays, barely, but a win. Okay, a win is a win. It's, at this point, it's it's binary: you win or you lose. But yeah, there's still two games under 500, and they don't look very good, and they're not being managed well. And you just got the sense that what we're seeing in uh, on the in the surface is only a, a fraction of what is probably anarchy behind the scenes. Yeah, I'm not too sure because we know baseball loves their retread managers like we see with Tony La Russa's, and some of it works out with the Buck Show Walters and the Bob Melvins, but the Tony La Russa's, like, I don't understand going after guys who are, like, 90-plus years old. Like, I know he has the experience. I know he's been there. He's seen it all. He's 
forgotten more baseball than I'll ever know. But at the same time, he just doesn't seem like he's going to be on par with modern baseball. And he had a good season last year. And I actually don't want to put too much blame on Tony La Russa this year because I feel like it's not all his fault. Yes, he's had some issues like you've detailed, but there's also been a lot of injuries with that lineup. Like that lineup is completely underperforming right now. If you look up and down, so many guys are having career worst seasons. The rotation is actually doing pretty well with the Giolitos, yeah. the Ceases, the Kopeches. They all perform pretty well. So it's gotten really good. Um, stuff out of his pitching staff, but the lineup has really underperformed this season. I think with the health of some of those guys too, who the Luis Roberts and the Tim Andersons, like a lot of his best players um, are a little bit injury prone. So I don't put it all on Tony La Russa for the Chicago White Sox struggles this year. But when you do hire someone who's at the advanced age at La Russa is like, you have to, you know, question whether there's going to be a disconnect with him and the younger players on the team. And it did feel like there was a disconnect when he first got to the White Sox last season. And then it just kind of, as they started winning games, that narrative just kind of dissipated a little bit. But I think now that they're, you know, winning, they say cures all problems. So now that they're struggling a little bit, maybe we see that disconnect a little bit more. And maybe these players start to get a little bit more outspoken about how they really feel about Tony Russa. But I don't think he's going to be on the hot seat just yet, just because I think there's still too much talent on this White Sox team the american league is still wide open like we discussed the health hasn't been hasn't quite been there so we'll see as we get closer to all-star break but i still think he should be pretty safe for the rest of the season what about scott's service of the mariners now that as we're as we're recording this the mariners actually did tie their game with the texas rangers but the mariners were picked by a lot of people including your pal sully to actually win the west and a lot of people felt this was the year especially because they were a 90-win team last year. And, yes, they lost Kikuchi to the Toronto Blue Jays. Or was it he signed to the Blue Jays, right? Yeah, yeah the Blue Jays. Um, but they got the reigning Cy Young Award winner in Robbie Ray. They made the big trade with Cincinnati to bolster their lineup. This was a team that was already a strong team last year in terms of win-losses. And here they are, again, where there's another wild-card spot. You don't have to be a great team to grab it. And it's just sitting there like a plate of cookies. And the the Mariners are sub 500 and just don't look good. No, the Mariners, like you said, I picked the Mariners as a playoff team. I don't know if I picked them to win the ALS, but I definitely thought they were going to be a postseason team mm -hmm. for the reasons you listed. Like, Obviously, Robbie Ray was a big disappointment for the D-backs fans the last couple seasons. I had a lot of headaches when Robbie Ray started, but you can't deny he looked like a beast that last year in Toronto. So I was like, okay, that's a great pickup by Seattle to get a frontline starter, something that they didn't previously had as a 91 team. You add an all-star in Jesse Winker. Suarez, I know he had a big contract. I know he hits near the Mendoza line, but he's still a 40 home run guy. They traded for Adam Frazier as well. So I felt like this Mariners team entering the season, they called up Julio Rodriguez guess one of the top prospects you hope Jared Kalina could take a step forward so felt like so many things are moving in the positive direction for the Mariners well I, I thought this was going to be the year that they finally end their playoff drought but little did we know it's the same old same old Mariners they're still cursed they still can't figure out how to win ball games and it's going to be another long season for Seattle Mariners fans I actually just feel kind of bad because this really felt like a season at least entering the year where you can look at the team on paper you could look at the rest of the American League and be like, yeah, this team actually stacks up against most teams against the American League and should be competitive enough and should win enough ball games to get to the postseason, especially now with the expanded playoffs coming off the season that they had last year with the infusion of more talent. It's a big surprise and a big shock that the Mariners are this bad two months into the season. Well, look at managers are under the microscope 
And while sometimes it's just a response to things that are happening to either make the fans happy or to send a message to the players to say, hey, we're not accepting that something has to happen. Um, I, I think that service of Seattle is the one that may have the most direct, uh, for lack of a better word, uh, scrutiny just because of the pedigree, the World Series pedigree that both Larusa and Joe Madden have. But it wouldn't surprise me. It would not surprise me. Now, maybe La- you may see a situation where Larusa steps down. There could be health reasons or something like that. But um, anyway, I would. Uh, those are three managers to keep an eye on. Are three teams that have to perform well this year need to perform well. But someone who's always performing well is Miller Thomas. Tell people where they can listen to your show. Hey, you can listen to me at uh at well just locked on Dimebacks on all you know podcast platforms. Look up my Twitter at Creator Times24 for my personal account. Just go in the search bar, type in locked on dimebacks about Twitter, then scream for the podcast handle, and that is all. You or follow- YouTube as well. YouTube as well, yeah, Locked on Dimebacks. So you're watching this right now. Uh you can follow us at Locked On MLB Pods on Twitter and on Instagram. Follow our YouTube channel, which is Locked On MLB. I'm your pal Sully. I'm a Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Looking at the hot seat of the manager who's too hot for Joe Girardi. Will it get too hot for Tony La Russa, Joe Madden, and Scott Service? We'll find out soon enough. This is Locked On MLB, Locked On Diamondbacks for the sixth day of June 2022. That's Miller Thomas. I'm your pal Sully. Let's fist pump and call it a crossover. That's it for this edition of the Locked on Diamondbacks podcast. Thank you to everyone who tuned in today. Shout out to Sully Baseball for recording with me. As always, come back tomorrow for more Diamondbacks news, coverage, and insight. I think I think we might have to talk about the D-backs manager being on the hot seat tomorrow after another loss to the Cincinnati Reds. So come back tomorrow for more Diamondbacks news, coverage, and insight. And as always, stay safe, stay healthy. This is...